You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, youtube.com, slash Up Next, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Google Play. Google Play, why not? Sure. Patreon.com slash upnext, proudly. Live on the Hot Mic app as well. Yes. Uh, for free, download the Hot Mic app. Yes. Search for Upnext, give us a follow, and you can watch along to uh, these post shows. Uh, we went live on Sunday for yeah. our takeover review. Oh, it sounds weird. We did a takeover on a Sunday. Mm. Yeah, the Lord's Day, the Sabbath. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're your NXT friends, friends, and we're here Wednesday night on YouTube Live and Hot Mike, just like you said. We go live every t- uh, Wednesday night after NXT. We're in the Wednesday Night Wars, we're uh, the yellow and black brand here, so we support our, no matter how many cool, la- both, cage- are, both are kind of black and gold on Wednesdays, aren't they? Yeah. No matter how many <laughs> how many uh, ten lashes or cool moves off tops of cages that may or may not have happened, I open Twitter. I'm sorry, I saw stuff. We try to watch the show. Keep after. it to yourself. Yeah, Keep it to I yourself. Know. Yeah, we still. You support know I don't it. like spoilers, and yet you you <laughs> we... constantly decide to spoil shit for me. <laughs> I don't mean to. Well, you do because you do it anyway. I'm not saying anything. Yeah, shut up. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Uh, but we still support NXT because that's who we are. We are up next. Um, it's been a big week because we had NXT TakeOver Portland. We did indeed. Um, great show. Yeah. Uh, there's there's still a, a lot of discussion going on the uh, on the post-wrestling forum about that show. People are quite divided about it. A okay. lot of people found it uh, to be quite overbooked. And Some of uh, a lot of people were saying that the uh, Tegan Knox-Dakota Kai match was their favorite because it... It felt like a real fight uh, rather than moves for moves' sake, sure. which I think people 
uh, have started to maybe see a bit of a formula going on mm. in takeover matches. Right. Which, for me, I, I like the formula. I agree the, the last match kind of was a, overbooked. Um, but yeah, uh, a lot of people seem to be turned off by it, which was interesting I thought- to me. I thought the show was awesome. We did our takeover review wherever you find this podcast. You found that one. Our most downloaded show. It is. Our most downloaded yeah. show ever. So thank you for listening. Thank you. Yeah. Tell your friends about it. Um, <laughs> and uh, we we did our Valentine's Day together. We did indeed. Uh, for our Patreon, we reviewed Best of Bret Hart. Best match ever, a show we came up with because it was Valentine's. We you look so tired right I'm now. I'm so Are tired. Okay? I worked all day. I worked all day. <laughs> Yes, I don't usually work on Wednesdays, but, right. uh, you know, uh, I took Sunday off for takeover, so yeah. I took an extra shift. Had to work today, I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, so. you looked like you were falling asleep as you were doing that rundown. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, I was. So, yeah, we had the, the Bret Hart show, looking over the best of Bret Hart, mm-hmm. and then on Sunday, we reviewed Parasite, which won Best Picture yeah, at that the was Oscars, a lot of fun. and we had a bit of an Oscar chat as well, mm-hmm. uh, which was, yeah, a lot of fun. I yeah, watch that movie, really enjoyed that show. Um, so yeah, if, if you've seen Parasite, uh, check out our review on the Patreon. Yeah, well, that was a lot of fun to talk about it because I, I really love that movie, and we chatted all about movies. So if you like movie talk, definitely listen to that. And um, but because we've also been doing so many, I feel like I just watch wrestling all mm. the time now. Um, I'm no, we're nowhere near John and Way level yet, but holy, we're getting, we're, we're it's, I understand now. Well, we work another job as well. Yeah, That's yeah, the thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's. Um, yeah, but there's there's some exciting stuff coming up. We've got uh, the greatest Saudi Mania Super Showdown right. ever. Well, this is like a week. hangover. This, this, what we used to do is the Hangover Show. We, yeah. It's called N- Up Next. If it's NXT Takeover, it's the Up Next Hangover. Mm. We did so many hangovers. We started numbering them. We started giving them names. Now we just give every show a name. But we we we, we treated it like a hangover show and. We stopped doing it, and now I feel like this is the day where I, we have it. Yeah, I believe. This was I think this show. is the second takeover since it's been USA Network. Yeah, am I right? And the last one, definitely, the Hangover wasn't a Hangover, but this week was a Hangover. Yeah, and definitely. I was a, a little let down by by my NXT friends right. this week. Were you hungover? Um, a little bit, a little bit. I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. You seem worse than I do right now. Uh, it's, it's weird um, because you you say I you say I look tired. Mm. Um, it's weird. I'm probably tired because I uh, woke up at four in the morning. Five in the morning. Five in the morning. You had to get up anyway. You had work soon. Yeah, yeah. But then, uh, but then you told me that you uh, woke up, and I went to bed. I, I went to work mm. at like six fifteen, and uh, you, I came home today, like later mm. in the evening, and um, you said, "Hey, did we like argue or fight or something?" And I'm like, what? No. What are you talking about? And you wouldn't tell me why. But now you think you uh, you fell asleep in my bed when I was at work. <laughs> I have no idea. I woke up so confused. <laughs> why was I in your bed? I um, want to know why you were in my bed. Very odd. <laughs> you weirdo. Uh, Get out of my bed. In your bed. <laughs> like I I woke up at like five when you came home, and. I fell back asleep eventually for like a little while, and then I woke up and went, got ready, went to work. I was at work from like seven to seven essentially, and then at some point during the day, you got up, but don't remember for some reason went into my room and then went into my bed and laid in it. I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm so confused. Right. It'll be a mystery forever. 
Uh, but enough about that. Yes, as we were saying before you went on a wild tangent there, a lot of wrestling. So we have uh, Super Showdown coming up next week, which we are going to do a live watch-along yeah. for. So you can go on our YouTube, uh, youtube.com forward slash up next, and you can watch uh, maybe... It could be the greatest event ever. You've got Bill Goldberg right. going for that Universal title that he never got a rematch for against The Fiend. Damn. Uh, you can watch along with us on YouTube.com forward slash up next. We have an AEW pay-per-view coming up as well. This is true. Um, uh, we, we are your NXT friends, but we do a show called Up Nextra every mm. Thursday as well, where we do watch AEW and do reviews week by week. Um so we're going to be doing this pay-per-view. Yeah, we'll, we we'll definitely be doing a post-show. We might be going doing a watch-along with that as well. We'll keep you posted. Yeah, so um, if you need people to watch wrestling with, try this out. Yeah, it's, it's fun. fun. We did yeah. it for the Royal Rumble, and a lot of people seem to really enjoy that. I had a lot yeah. of fun watching that uh, with all you guys. And uh, also, we've got another free show coming out this week. Uh, tomorrow, we are continuing oh our journey across the galaxy. I have a bad feeling about this. You have a bad feeling about this. We are at the the end of the original trilogy. It is Return of the Jedi. It will be on this feed, the Up Next feed, for free for all of you to download tomorrow. There is another. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah. So, uh, controversial movie, Return of the Jedi. In my opinion. Is that controversial? Yeah. Why? I'll just say something controversial. Okay. It sucks. I've <laughs> <laughs> rewatching it as an adult now, realized that I realized it's, it, why was it my favorite one when I was like five? And it's definitely not my favorite one <laughs> when I'm almost 30. Uh, yeah, I got some hot takes on that film. <laughs> yeah. So tune in tomorrow for that. Uh, but apart from that, how are you? Apart yeah. from being tired and looking awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I usually work Sundays, and takeover switching to Sunday randomly for Portland kind of threw off my groove of my week-to-week kind of uh, hustle, if you will. So I t- switched a shift and worked today, and usually I have the day off and do like my errands and everything and Wednesday and chill and get prepared to do some NXT, but I worked, so... Um, but I work at a TV station um, mm. that owns a bunch of TV stations, actually. So my job is going through and watching a lot of movies and TV shows. Like I talk about how I watch a lot of Buffy and stuff. Yep. But um, I, I've been watching so many like retro TV shows that I know all the theme songs to like uh, like Good Times. Actually, someone passed away from Good Times today. Oh. Actually, rest in peace. But like to um, there's this show called Hill Street Blues. Do you know it? Do you know it? I, I know it from Family Guy. Okay, so this is weird. Want to know something? Okay, so this is actually weird. Me and you uh, always do this thing when a wrestler comes out, we sing their theme song. Yes. Even though their theme song doesn't have lyrics. So, like, uh, like today, we watched Danny Birch in yep. NXT tonight, and Danny Birch is... So, like, we do that to other theme songs. Like, So, I do that, like... To other things. Oh, me too. Yeah, I yeah. Do it for everything. So, now I kid you not, uh, I watch a lot of this Hill Street Blues, which I didn't know existed until like <laughs> whatever. And I started singing Hill Street Blues, Hill Street Blues. I got that Hill Street, and my buddy like laughs at me, and he's like, "That's so fucking funny." Oh man, I fucking love that shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I do it again, and he's like, "Oh, you got to play the clip." And I'm like, what clip? <laughs> and he's like, from Family Guy. And I'm like, what? 
and he shows it to me, and I lose my mind. I'm like, it's a family yeah, night joke? called a pewter schmidt. <laughs> I have right no thing. idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, all, all the best blues. scenes. Like, uh, you say you're watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. If, if you can't sing the, like, theme to it, it's a bad theme. <laughs> so, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is Buffy yeah. the Vampire Slayer. Right. It also Buffy sounds like that offspring the vampire song. Vampire Slayer. Um, who wants to be a millionaire? Did you have that over here? Yeah, yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire? Wow. Yeah. You do it for a lot of things. And if you can't sing the theme to it, it's a shit theme. (laughs) What about the Coronation Street theme? It's Coronation Street. (laughs) It's Coronation Street. Coronation. Coronation Street. It's good. Wow. You should just do a a mixtape, a SoundCloud account, where it's just you doing that for everything. Didn't... uh, (laughs) Like William Shatner do that for people's yeah. entrances. Yeah, he did. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Booyaka, booyaka. That can be our uh, like our world champions show this month. Just, okay. just us singing. Oh, I will be a game. No, I, I, I got it. I got it. I, I throw it out to you, and you gotta on the spot. <laughs> yeah, you it. gotta. I don't, I don't, like, just, I just like I kind of just did. I guess uh, I'll come up with some hard ones. But yeah, so I've been working a lot and uh, watching a lot of Happy Days, and the Fonz is awesome. Um, and I got to finish Barry because he's awesome. Oh, Barry's so good. So um, that's pretty much it because I've just been watching NXT. The, the Takeover Portland was an awesome show. We did the show, yep. like I said. Um, and then I don't know. That's it. I had a Valentine's Day like weekend. And had some fun, but I heard. Nice. I, I know you had some fun because you came home at like eight in the morning one night. One morning, I guess. When was it? no? Oh, maybe <laughs> I don't know. Then someone's in our house. I don't know. <laughs> someone's in our house. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's that haunted chair. Oh boy! Oh no! Yeah. Now I'm wondering. We, we haven't given him enough attention recently. The haunted chair. We haven't really talked about it. So I think maybe it's just him uh, pissed off walking around. Man, um, actually, I got kind of shook, and I thought about the haunted chair the other day because. Um, the haunted chair, by the way, is the chair that used when we moved into this place, the BD, the Brady mm. Davy Estate. You, there's a church down the street, and we didn't know it was a church at first. There's like nuns and, and people there, and they had a chair out on the curb. You walked the chair, you dragged the chair home, and then like, the next day realized that it's from this church. And why would a church throw a perfectly good chair? Yeah. Obviously, because it's haunted. It's haunted. It's haunted. So we have it in our hallway, and we dare people to sit on it, and. Uh, in conclusion, that we had no hauntings in our place, but until the other eight in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Except now, this could be it. But uh, I also th- thought I heard someone snoring the other day, but it wasn't. There was. It was just me home alone. Hmm. So, and there's no one that lives above us. Yeah. So I was very con- concerned. It's just a, just a sleepy ghost. <laughs> I don't know. It's my ghost. <laughs> ghost who's out partying comes back eight in the morning. I don't know. From the after hours. Just saying. And, just saying. Yeah. Like I don't. I'm. I love all this hocus pocus spooky shit, but I don't really like ghosts. I'm not a believer. No, so it, it would take even a, though we've got one. <laughs> so like, I want it. I want no. I shouldn't say this. We have a Ouija board uh, welcome mat. We shouldn't welcome this shit into our house. Uh, we should even. We shouldn't even be talking about it anymore. We should stop. You're spooked. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to get on with the review? Yeah, I guess okay. so. I'm scared. Uh, I mean, there wasn't any vampires on this week's episode of NXT. So. No, you're right. Yeah, one of them's on Raw now. Yeah, only yeah. one vampire per, like, era of wrestling. And we're pushing for that Finn and Priest uh, combo. What's the combo? Well, 
Finn liked uh, attacking the arteries, didn't he? Yeah, he so, could be a vampire. So I think priests could be like his diesel. Like, and like, they could be vampires. Vampires seem to like leather jackets, and Finn definitely likes leather jackets. I know girls love Finn Balor, mm. obviously. And girls like vampires. Yeah. Like, there's that's good marketing there. He's like, the, he could be the new Spike from Buffy. Yeah. Throwback. Yeah. Mm. I'm learning a lot about that. Dye's hair blonde. Oh, a, a Did, blonde he, Finn? He ruined his hair from that show. Oh. Like, always bleaching oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah he's I talked bet. about it in the past. He's not even actually British. Same with Dunther in Friends. He uh, he dyed his hair for like a uh, another job. Right, it was just going to be a one and done thing when he auditioned for Friends, and then they're like, "Oh, we like that," and then he's in it for oh, ten years. God. <laughs> so they he had to keep his hair like that. He's got that Friends money. Oh yeah. Did you see someone yelled at some someone at David Arquette? David Arquette. They're like, "You're wrestling because you're poor." He's like, "Poor. I got. I still got Friends money. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it." Um, well, there's, that's our podcast. Yep. <laughs> we did the hangover, I guess. Uh, someone somewhere is really mad that we aren't talking about NXT, and I'm so sorry. But we're going to talk about it right now. Yes. Right now. Right now. NXT, February 19th, 2020. The first NXT since TakeOver Portland. The Undisputed Era come out right away. It is uh, a different scene, though. It's just not quite right. Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly seems to... Ha- it's, he's like Marty McFly in Back to the Future. It's something about his his wrist. He just can't play. He's got nothing to play anymore. He, oh, it's because he's got nothing to play because yeah. he's not champion. Roddy's not champion. Adam Cole is champion. Yeah. Baby. Uh, Adam Cole comes in. They switch their shirts. The old oh, one. yeah. <laughs> he, he, Cole still has the gold yeah. one. But. <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> like, just maybe match them to make them feel better. Uh, Adam Cole says, um, look, everyone here is learning the hard way. This is destiny. I am the greatest NXT champion that there has ever been. You see, anywhere, anyone, Champa, you're, you're delusional. This isn't going anywhere. You see, Adam Cole, I am the measuring stick of this brand. Undisputed Era will continue to set examples like Roddy Strong tonight. He's going to put an end to that charade that is Velveteen Dream. And Roderick Strong is about to grab the microphone, and I'm getting very excited. I love when Roderick Strong cuts <laughs> promos. You know that. But he's interrupted. The lights turn purple, and you hear, Raw Day. Tonight, you can prove something. It's the Velveteen Dream on the microphone somewhere. Leave your boys at home and do it for Marina. Make it a night just for us. Roddy and he's cut off by Roderick Strong, who's so mad. He says, Dream, I'm everything as a man. You're not. I'm going to fight for my family, and you're going to wish you never came back. So that's tonight. I quite liked uh, Dream's like voice through the Titan Tron with his like it was very like the Wizard of Oz like this giant sure, yeah. head and the anim- the logo his like trippy yeah I thought Jimmy it was kind Hendrix of cool thing. like not many people could pull that off but Dream can uh, it's also just a very weird feud right now because yes, Dream is doing all the the tactics heel. a typical heel would use but he's the baby face in this against the heel um, again, I don't. Th- I th- I think it kind of works uh, for this feud, I, but no one else could really pull it off. I think I said it on. We were we were uh, on John and Way's best and worst of shows. Mm. They were nice enough to let us come on their post wrestling best and worst of. And I think I made. I think I said something that I was like part of my French, but 
in in any show or movie, TV or anything I watch, if a guy says to another guy, "Yo, I'm gonna fuck your girl," he's a bad guy. Yeah. Sorry, that's how I oh, see yeah. it. Yeah. Just just checking again. I'm not trying to be crude, but like literally any movie I've ever seen, if that's that's a bad dude. It is, but I think with Dream's character, Dream reminds me of Goldust a lot. Like, right, okay. Like old, yeah. old Goldust sure. who would freak out his opponents by. Then he should have been going of off after stuff. Roddy. Like, yo, Roddy, I'm going to make you my bitch. Mm. Sort of, right? Like, it, it, it's just weird. Yeah, I mean, I think it's working. I don't think it would work if this was. Um, anyone else. Anyone else, no. Any of, I'm trying to think. If this was Matt Riddle doing it, it would be like, yo, you're being a. No, it means he switched right to psychedelics. That's what <laughs> it means. Like the mushroom tattoo uh, that he's got on him. Um, yeah, Adam Cole basically cutting like a pretty, like kind of almost washing his hands here because now he doesn't have to deal with Champa. He doesn't have to. There's no one clear in his yeah. sights right here and he's deflecting it off. So let the rumors fly of what the main event of mm. TakeOver Tampa is because. Um, I, I say that like I was joking to you watching this tonight. I was like at the main event, Roddy beats Dream, and or, or Roddy gets kicked out, and then he challenges Adam Cole to take over, and that's just not going to happen. But could it be Dream? Is a question. Dream is the only real baby face I see who could go against Cole, hmm. unless you you turn Cole baby, baby face, face to face Balor, which you've only got what is it six weeks. To do that in, and he was still like full on heel mode tonight. All right, well, we'll get to some. Well, maybe we'll we'll fantasy book it a little At bit more. Sure. Yeah. Um, so that's later tonight. That's the main event. We get a recap of Johnny Gargano, the Rebel Heartbreaker, turning on Champa. We'll hear from Champa or at some capacity later. But now a NXT Cruiserweight Championship match: Leo Rush against the champion Jordan Devlin. Um, so Jordan Devlin, uh, pinned, uh, won the title in that four way at world mm-hmm. collide. Leo rush never kind of got his championship shot back. So he earned it back and now he gets to face the guy that he wasn't even in that match yeah. to begin with. So, um, so I was pretty excited for this match and I'm a big fan of Devlin. They're both kind of, uh, really fast Dudes, especially Leo Rush. Like, oh, Leo might be the quickest. I don't think anyone's faster. He's maybe Ray Phoenix, like, but that's but it. Fast, like, speed, he's so quick. Speed, like Marco Stunt, Darby yeah. Allen, like fast. He's fastest. Leo Rush, literally living up to his name. He's so fast. He's doing backflips. He's doing matrix ducks. Uh, hey, we're reviewing that soon. Um, there's do- he's doing uh, kickups and kickups and kicks and all sorts of stuff. Um, Devlin is tired of his shit. Knocks him down. Hits an Arabian press, like an Arabian moonsault, into the ring. Uh, looks awesome. Um, he does this like old school, like Iron Sheik kind of tailbone slam, like dropping you kind of thing, but really high impact. Um, there's a half and half suplex from Devlin, then like a snap butterfly suplex. He he's like so well rounded, and you kind of don't get that when you kind of look at him, because like when people chant at him like shit Finn Balor, but like because he kind of looks like Finn Balor, you maybe don't. Yeah, expect the, it. he doesn't have much about his look, yeah. really. Um, but yeah, I I think he's phenomenal. Yeah, ring, like yeah. he's he's like doing not just technical wizardry shit but like striking and stuff he's actually really good uh and i'm i'm a big fan but like i'm seeing so many different sides of he's him he's very well rounded yeah he's yeah. very well rounded um he's doing uh he 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 counters the come up 
into like his Argentinian backbreaker, Argentinian, Argentinian, sure. Uh, back from the break, rushes back in, and he's he's trying to get some offense. Hits a tope to the outside, a crossbody back in the ring for a two. Devlin counters uh, a, with this like slingshot, smooth cutter into the ring for a two count. Devlin goes for the moonsault to the outside, but then lands on his feet, and there's a corkscrew splash from Rush to the outside. Back in the ring, there's like roundhouse kicks to each other, like a roundhouse battle. Mm-hmm. Not a slap battle, but a roundhouse battle. Um, there's then a low super kick from Rush, but runs into the Spanish fly. There's somehow the Koji clutch, which I don't know how anyone gets someone into this move. But oh, he was Chris, effortless. He yeah. just grabbed him into this. It looked great. Um, I mean, we saw an Arabian press from Devlin early in this match. I thought of Christopher Daniels, and then I get to see a Koji clutch, mm-hmm. and I get to see Christopher Daniels. Uh, Top, top moves. Um, both guys are now up. There's this up top, sorry, and this is crazy. Leo Rush hits a poison Rana from the top rope, just crushing Jordan Devlin, but with the pin, it's only a two count. Sorry, he hits the come up, and it's only a two count because Devlin gets his foot on the rope. He goes for the man of the hour, but Devlin moves out of the way. Hits a headbutt, but maintains wrist control. Always got to maintain that risk control and he lo- he hits him with the devlin in devlin side the devlin it's side it's such a good move because he, he's side. dragging he like pulls him up from being flat back yeah. right into it it looks effortless devlin so side. good yeah this move is awesome just looks crazy and risk control oh and the risk control risk control uh so jordan devlin retains the cruiserweight championship this was a fun match this was awesome Jordan Devlin kind of came in with no reaction, and by the end of this match, they were cheering for him, I, even though he's the heel. I feel he's a bit of a project. I think we're going to see him a lot on NXT regular. Um, they trust that he can put on bangers of matches. Yeah. And I think if he keeps on having these matches, Full Cell are going to start like being excited to see him. Mm-hmm. I I feel the same with uh, like Only Lorcan and Danny Burch. It used to be when you saw those guys wrestling, it's like, oh... Who are these jobbers coming out? And then yeah. they really started to win people over that you get excited. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Devlin Walter in that UK takeover. Mm-hmm. And I feel this might be a way to try and get interest for that. If we can sure. spend these like two months really building up Devlin on the USA network. Yeah. Um, it might have sort of cross interest. As much as it's like a reused program. I still want to see it again because that sure. matches. Yeah. Uh, th- th- there was already two of them, was there not? Uh, at least two, yeah. Yeah, they probably fought a bunch more, but there was two main ones at the OTT one, and those were the ones that kind of made them like f- more famous. That's what Absolutely, I watched, yeah. Devlin, right? So, uh, I would be. St- uh, is it selfish? I, I don't. I, I want to watch who it. Else you'd- it's in Ireland. Um- Finn's on the card. I think is he? I think they were. There's someone. People. Some people. So are it could be Finn Walter then. Ugh. No, I but again, it's that heel heel thing, which is, I mean, Balor will be the face in hey, in Ireland. He'll be Balor. Balor's promo tonight uh, basically is him saying, "Next week, I have some announcements." So Balor could come out and challenge Walter at Tampa. Balor could come out and challenge Keith Lee at Tampa. Balor could come out and challenge Adam Cole at Tampa. Yeah, this he is true. beat Johnny Gargano at Portland. He could literally challenge anyone he wants. Yeah, like kayfabe was. Oh, for sure. Like right, so. Makes sense, but any of those options sound all right, I guess. Yeah, yeah. cool. Let's do it. Um, but we'll get there, I guess. So Jordan Devlin retaining. I I need to see more of him. I think he's a he's a Shawn Michaels guy too. Like I think Shawn Michaels' paw prints were on this match. 
because um, I think he's like one of his boys now. Right. He's he's seen Jordan Devlin. He's like, ooh, this guy's this guy's lit. Imagine Shawn Michaels saying that. H.P. <laughs> um, Shizzle. Um, Dakota Kai is backstage with her her new her new lady friend uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Run Raquel Gonzalez. I wrote Raquel Diaz. Yeah, that's that's the other show. That's that's was next. That's was next. Yeah, fuck. Sorry, Raquel Gonzalez. Yes. Gotcha. Raquel Gonzalez, or Diesel. Yeah. Raquel Diesel <laughs> and Dakota Kai. Dakota says, uh, you know, this is my friend uh, Raquel. Raquel says, I sat aside for a few years at the PC just watching other women go and get spots before me, so I'm tired of it. Dakota is an outcast, just like me, but she's not an outcast anymore. So Dakota says, you know, at Portland, you proved to me that you got my back, so I've got yours. So now there's an alliance here. I thought both sounded pretty bad here. It sounded very rehearsed speech. Um, I wasn't particularly sold on their delivery. Um, and Dakota Kai needs to stop fidgeting. when she, Whenever she cuts these promos, she okay. did it a lot as a baby face, but she still does it. Like, while she's being interviewed, she's just fish, fidgeting about. Yeah. And I feel as a... Like a cold, calculated heel, especially, you need to stay, like, grounded and... Uh, I don't know. I kind of like her crazy. I wouldn't say it's crazy, though. It's just fidgeting. fidgeting. Well, Dakota Kai makes me shy. Okay. Okay, there Does we go. Does that work? Sure. <laughs> Dakota Kai makes me spry. Raquel Gonzalez. <laughs> It'll, it'll come to me. Yeah, 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 Damn. But William Regal shows up here, and he says, Hey, Dakota Kai, you think you're slick, huh? Well, get this. In two weeks, your new friend won't be able to get involved because, Dakota Kai, you're going to face Tegan Knox inside a steel cage. And it's... It's been proven in steel cage yeah. matches. It's impossible to interfere. There's never oh, yeah, ever been interference ever no, never. in a steel cage. Everyone match. knows that. It's it's the definitive end to a feud yeah. because you you can't get into that no. cage with the open roof. Raquel's not getting in. Raquel is like, not going to interfere in that match at all. You just you just joined forces and you can't even help her out in this yeah. match because it's a cage match. Silly. Um, I thought <laughs> I thought uh, Kai and Knox killed it though at takeover so i think they could do some really cool stuff in the cage uh, yeah. i'm quite looking forward to this yes i am too but yes work on your promos the both of you <sighs> I, i'm gonna fight for i love her new look though dakota kai love her, her new look. like school disco look the disco school disco look yeah i don't know if that's what she's going for i don't it's not what she's going i for. think she's it's going for she like little like. leaguer that, no wait that doesn't sound good either no i don't no, she's like whatever i don't know what her look is <laughs> but whatever Backstage, we see Champa coming into full sail from the parking lot. He is pissed, obviously. So he's going to be uh, later on the show. Um, there's a uh, recap of um, is it the uh, Rhea Ripley match with Bianca Belair, yeah. which a lot of people were like pretty high on as well. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I really enjoyed both women's matches. And it's they ca- caught up with Rhea Ripley right after Portland, so this clip is from that. And Charlotte and Rhea Ripley says, "Charlotte attacked me, but I got what I wanted. Even queens get nightmares. We're done here." And she walks off. So Rhea Ripley wants Charlotte at WrestleMania. She's got it. 
I like this little. It's simple to yeah. the point. Yeah. <laughs> Rhea Ripley should stick more, do more simple to the I point. did. I did find it weird just the um, kind of starting the feud before takeover. It it made it kind of a bit messy, but yeah. I guess we're, we're building to this Bianca Charlotte match on TV. I'd imagine. Uh, all day is here. Austin Theory. Austin Theory. All day. Austin Theory. How long? All day. How much time? At the mall. All day. Austin Theory comes out and he's going to have a match. But he's interrupted instantly by Champa. He comes in here. Tomasa Champa comes into the ring. He grabs a microphone. And he says, yo. Uh, just not, not today. Not in the mood. Sorry. Sorry, man. No. Like, get out of here. And Austin Theory's like, oh, yeah, all right. Sure. Johnny broke your heart. We all saw it. <laughs> all right. So Champa is here. He says, not tonight. Part of me thinks I should have seen this coming all along. You see, I was so focused with coming back and, and I, let, I let things go. I stopped paying attention to my surroundings. I stopped listening to that instinctual voice inside. But one thing goes hand in hand. It's Champa and the NXT Championship. But it's always Champa and Johnny Gargano. So Johnny, I'm not asking why. I know why. Yeah, because you were a fucking dick to him <laughs> for, like for about a, two yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, you, you were, deserve this, mate. Yeah, you were right, cunt. <laughs> yeah, we know why. Yeah, but Johnny, Johnny is the hero in this story. He says, Johnny, uh, I'm not asking why. I know why, Johnny. We'll we'll find out why. You'll see why. But then Austin Theory and him, they sort of go at it, and he starts to beat up Austin Theory. Uh, and he says, wrong place, wrong time kind of thing here. There, there was the girl that just screams out, don't hurt don't him, hurt Chapa, him. please. Yeah, this, this, this cute woman is <laughs> like, don't hurt him, please. Well, he does. He throws him around. Uh, he beats up Austin Theory. He throws him like a million times back and forth in between the guardrails on the ramp. Like mm-hmm. literally picks him up, throws him, picks him up, throws him like back and forth. Just crazy. Wrong place, wrong time, Austin Theory. All day. Uh, I wasn't that keen on this for a few reasons. Yeah. Um, I really like Austin Theory. I think he's someone that down the line could be NXT champion. Mm-hmm. And he's not uh, too familiar with like the NXT crowd yet. I think we, he's had maybe two matches. Right. It just makes him look like a chump. Yeah. This, sh- this should be like the Kona Reeves spot. Someone who is already a chump. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Dan Matha. I feel it. Yeah. I feel it just damages Theory Robert a little. Stone. And I think it makes Champa look like a dick. Who's I get? I get he's pissed off, but yes. he just looks like a bully here. Yeah, you're right. Um, I got that vibe too. I wish it wasn't Austin Theory. Yeah, uh, because he's he could use a nice push, and this doesn't kind of help him. However, because of this incident, now next week is Austin Theory versus Tomasa Champa. So we get a match, but it's like you're trying to get Champa over as a yeah, like Champa's not using losing that match. So we're just seeing Theory get beat up one week and then take an L next week unless there's like a Gargano interference or whatever but so Johnny Gargano's a heel Champa's they're gonna try to make him this baby face to face Gargano at TakeOver Tampa obviously Hell in the Cell <laughs> we've been calling it I since the very first show I did with you yeah. when I was in New Orleans yeah sat in my hostel calling yeah. in We've been calling for a Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell, it's the only way. It's, come on, just do it. This is the 
the epic feud yeah. of the last three years. Make it the main event. It should be the main event. Make it the main event. And it should be the final blow-off. You were saying, the way this promo was, is this like a Loser Leaves Town match yes, as well? Yes, loser, loser Leaves Town. Loser goes to main roster and starts losing to Bobby Lashley 70 weeks in So I think, yeah. So I think bye-bye Johnny. Bye, Johnny, bye. Yeah. Johnny main roster. Yeah. Ugh, Johnny main. He can, he can go and feud with Ugh. John Morrison over who gets to be Johnny... Johnny Smackdown. Oh, and then you could have Bobby Bobby start hooking up with Candice on screen. <laughs> oh, it's breaking my heart. Don't take my Johnny. I know. Take my... take my. Move him to... Uh, actually, the Raw roster's pretty good. But yeah. Oh, you know, there's this uh, hot hot show where uh, people, some outcasts can fit in. Thanks to UK. <laughs> <laughs> 205 Live. Oh, boy. Johnny 205. Please, God, oh, no. Boy. God, no, please. Yeah. No, don't do this to me. Leave the memories alone. However, that's... Well, I I get to see Johnny Gargano's last great match. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He'll kill it anywhere he goes. Oh, yeah. But uh, Hell in a Cell, Champa Gargano at TakeOver Tampa. That's what I predict. I think that that should happen. I hope so. I hope so. makes sense. First Hell in a Cell ever in NXT. And and also it's... I've hated the Hell in a Cell (coughs) pay-per-view. It's same with TLC. I hate that it... so stupid. Hell in a Cell used to be you'd get fucking excited when someone calls for it because it, you know that's the end of the feud. Whereas it got ridiculous. When you have Punk versus Ryback two years in a row in Hell in a Cell, <laughs> like, why? the gimmick's dead. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that we haven't had one in NXT, I think you could have that special thing. It would feel special again yeah. with those two. Finn Balor. It's a video here for him. He says, I told you, this business watches me. NXT is my chessboard. Next week... Watch my next move. So that's what I'm I'm getting at is he could there's so many options for Finn Balor to go. He did beat Johnny Gargano in what we called the like kind of the number one contenders match. Yeah. So he could obviously get that shot in against Adam Cole, who you could turn babyface. Or it's similar to Johnny Champa, where it's like both guys are kind of just guys that you support, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I find at the moment, I find that feud weird. Cole versus Bala. So, I think Cole we, Dream. We, Cole Dream, I, I... Finn Keith Lee is what I would... Or do you see a, a multi-man? At no, all? I see a multi-man for the tag. And do you see this... Um, if you're main eventing with Gargano Champa, do you have this NXT title match Dream. on WrestleMania? No, absolutely not. You just have it on the undercard? It's our show. We get a takeover. That's it. Like our show, meaning NXT show. Like, don't give it. But with the women being on, on Mania, I don't know. That's that's one person, and Charlotte called her out. Sure. So. Okay. Don't don't do. They should not do that. Right. Like, that they would die a horrible death. That's what I'd worry. That it's like putting Colin Jost out there. <laughs> the crowd just goes what, and it was New York too. It yeah. was fucking in Jersey, but still, come on. I know who Colin Jost is. Luckiest man alive. Why? Who's his? Oh. Oh. Right, you carry on. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Oh, right. Yeah, I like her. Yeah. She's good at her job. Yeah, she is. Uh, so next week, Finn Balor makes his next move. So we have already kind of predicted maybe one of those three doors he can go to. The NXT UK, the North American, or the NXT regular, as you call it. Sounds like a coffee. Raul Mendoza, your NXT... He's, he's like... 
and NXT Enhancement and, Talent of the Year every two, year. Two years in a row. Every year in a row. Yeah, is he two years in a row? Raul two times, yeah. Raul two times. <laughs> we did a Best and Worst of the Year, and we gave out NXT awards. And you, I think maybe we both did. I don't. I think oh, yeah, I've picked him for sure. Raul Mendoza, our enhancement talent here on NXT in Full Sail, two years and running. Mm-hmm. Wow, probably even more if we started looking back. Uh, and he's not alone. He's tag teaming with Joaquin Wild, not Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Wild. Yes. You think he puts milk in his coffee? <laughs> <laughs> he puts something in something because he's coming out in this gear that looks like the Xenomorph from Alien. It's pretty cool. It's interesting. Yeah. He's still kind of DJ Z. He's doing the DJ gimmick but, still. Yeah. Which I'm cool with. Like, let's go. But if you're doing a DJ gimmick, like, go full throttle it. Like, come out with a set. Come out with, like, be annoying. I don't know what drugs... Well, I mean, that what, that wasn't the the case with, for this match here. I yeah. could see him doing that down the line if he's going to have a little singles run, but... Uh, what a weird team. Yeah, this is strange. <laughs> Raul Mendoza. Well, Raul's even playing off like, what the fuck is, yeah. is this guy? And uh, they are <laughs> they're teaming up against the grizzled young veterans from across the pond as well, NXT UK. Yeah. So the grizzled young vets versus Raul Mendoza, Joaquin Wilde. Um, they pretty much beat down on Joaquin all through the beginning of this matchup. Um, there's a finally a hot tag to Mendoza. He's in. He's coming down. Uh, there's a moonsault to Drake. Mendoza is in. He's like hitting uh, drop kicks. Um, there's he's he's pretty fast. Uh, he is awesome to be oh, honest. Mendoza like, is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, we, we would see him tag with like Humberto and stuff for and, and stuff like that. So he's he's like that level like of fast and kind of luchador esque. Um, he hits this like beautiful springboard drop kick, but then Gibson hits a throat chop right into the throat hits this like high angle back suplex for a two count drake runs in flies over mendoza to knock wild off the apron and they connect the ticket to mayhem which is the like assisted ticket to ride code breaker yep. whatever you want to call it and the grizzled young vets pick up the win just like that to nxt's enhancement talent these uk guys come over and they're just picking them off yeah i don't know if these guys are uk anymore I guess not. Uh, I think they're going to be... They had be... the brand that said NXT UK on oh, their thing. Oh, did Okay. So. I'm aware they've finished up their independent dates now, mm. which kind of makes me think they're going to be sort of US bound a bit more permanently. Okay. I, I don't know. I can't see you being just full-time NXT UK. <clears throat> like, they're all working the indies still. So I feel they're, they're probably going to be here at full sell for a while. And our champions need challengers. Yeah, definitely. Um, tag team division's weak here. Yeah, so I think they're bolstering the tag division. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Tampa, you see these two, UE, and the Broserweights in like a three-way tag. Yeah, and, and another team in a four-way ladder tag. That's what you think? Yeah, I think so. At Tampa. Right. That's, I, you're going to do a multi-man, and it's going to be the tag. And it's going to be some ladder type. I see the women's match being that. Yeah. Because I think you're going to have a number one contender oh, ladder match. But like, why? Because you, well, you've got the women's title on WrestleMania. Maybe EO will be back and everything will be fine. And the women's division is strong. So. Yeah. We got Tegan, we got Dakota. This storyline is going to have some legs. Yeah, so. put Candice in there. Perfect. That's, but yeah, I do see a multi team uh, match because I don't think you're going to do UE versus Bros Weights two months. Yeah, no, you won't. Yeah, it's going to be multi, which I'm okay with. So the Grizzled Young Vets pick up a win. And if you want to hear more about NXT UK, well, you can on April 26th in Dublin. They remind us that they're going to be invading the non-UK. 
They're going. It's the first ever non-UK NXT UK show. Yes. It just sounds weird to me. <laughs> this is so weird. I, why did they not just call it NXT Europe and Australia? <laughs> <laughs> NXT, other part of the world. Yeah. <clears throat> Rest yeah. of the world, yeah. Yeah. That's just, yeah. Maybe there needs to be some rebranding. I don't know. Yeah. Or just NXT, but like NXT different time zone. Sure. Yeah. So the Broserweights are here. And they are tag team champions. They went on a most excellent adventure. Um, but there's no Brosermobile. <clears throat> yeah, where is it? Oh, he tells us. <laughs> yes, well, uh, we called the show last week, Bro, Where's My Car? Yeah. Which we messed up. And then this Matt, been today's. Matt Riddle listened to our show yeah. and thought, oh, I like that. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to use that this week. Sultan. Uh, he, went on, he says, Bro, where's our golf cart? And Pete Dunn says, well, you managed to get it impounded, which happens in Dude Was My Car. One of my favorite movies ever. I know, I know every line. Uh, <laughs> Riddle says, look, it doesn't matter, bro. It doesn't matter. All that matters is we're the new NXT Tag Team Champions, and we partied hard in Portland. <laughs> you see, I'm a stallion, Matt Riddle. He's a stallion, Pete. And Pete is a party machine. <laughs> you see, though, we kind of lost the Stallion Cup because, unfortunately, well, the, the cup, he failed the wellness policy and has been suspended for 30 days. It's a thing here. It's a thing here. <laughs> and that line kind of got him some booze. And then Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch come down because they're facing them in this tag team match here tonight so danny 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 yeah uh i find this interesting where is the cup and where is the brother what happened like bobby fish must be <coughs> furious because he loved that trophy so much <laughs> and it's gone um like what yeah yeah we'll we'll see vignettes them trying to get it back get it back have you seen sure. Duvers my car you've never probably, years ago you years know ago. how they have to get it back how so many things they that's the whole movie right <laughs> yeah uh, uh this was fun <laughs> yeah uh oni larkin danny birch and the broserweights in a non-title tag team match right now um and we haven't seen them on nxt nor regularly here we've seen them on nxt uk as of late but they're back here in full sail and if you've forgotten that uh, a pint and a fight is a hell of a night. Oh, yeah. Well, they didn't quite say that, but Beth was like, they are just pure fighters. They like to bruise and butcher. And they didn't call them Britain brawlers no. here as well, did they? So uh, throw them up. Throw them up. Throw them up. Bro them up, I shall say. Um, Danny and Pete, the Brits, start this matchup. They go hold for hold. They tie it up. They're going exchange for all sorts of different submission moves. Um, Pete's bending them in like a... I don't know, some sort of uh, surfboard. But Birch gets him in a cross cross face. Then there's a standoff. Then they both tag in their American tag team partners. Riddle and Oni are in. They're fighting. But then both guys come in. And at the same time, Pete and Matt gut wrench both of the guys like simultaneously to go to a commercial break. When we come back, there's the Maple Leaf from Oni Lorcan, the single leg crab. Pete fights back with an X-Plex into the armbar. This looked clean. Yo, I, I've been saying it. Whenever anyone, anyone catches him with that move, that's, that's it. Looks it. Nice, yeah. yeah, it looks so sick. This move is so pro. This is kind of a finish. 
in my opinion. In a big, big matchup, if he's like ever fighting for a title, essentially a like world title type situation, you pull this out as a finish. Yeah. And like you would win with it. Tap. <clears throat> Looks awesome. Um, there's the power bomb into the knee, double team for a two count from the broserweights. The ripcord knee. This is where it just gets just bananas. Trying to write notes for this match is like insane. Um, there's ripcord knees. There's like uh, palm strikes from Danny Birch. There's a German on Matt Riddle, but he powers up, but then eats a clothesline. He then gets locked in the crossface. He gets out of it. Pete Dunn blocks a half and half, lands on his feet, tries to break some fingers. He gets put in a crossface. There's a headbutt from Birch to Riddle. There's a pop-up Superman punch. There's a there's a power bomb to a float over. Oni Lorcan's back in, hits lariats, uppercuts, blockbusters. But then he goes up top and his hand gets caught by Pete Dunn, and you know what he's gonna do. He's gonna break the fingers. <laughs> hey Mr. Trick here. This should have been on one two. He should have went one two and then he grabs oh, the fingers. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> That's not that hard. Yeah. You go, one, because he throws him up. Yeah. Throw him up. And then he goes, ah, you throw him up? Well, break <laughs> your fingers. So he breaks his fingers. Then they connect with the pump handle into the knee strike, which looks cool. And they pin Oni Lorcan. The riddle end, I think they're calling the it. The riddle end. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Cool. That works for me. Uh, the Broserweights beat one, two, the Brit and Brawlers here on NXT. This was a fun match. This was my favorite match on this show tonight. Um, this was fun. Yeah, I think I enjoyed the Cruiserweight match a bit more. Um, I was expecting a little more from this. It was fun, but like I love Oni Lorcan yeah. and Danny Burch. I was expecting a little bit more kind of Smash Mouth style, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't quite get, but this was a good match. This it was, was chaotic a lot at the end, yeah. especially, but it was cool. Um, and and I, I, like we kind of already fantasy booked where TakeOver yeah. Tampa will be, but... Pete Dunne and Matt Riddle going forward can do so many TV matches like this now with so many different tag teams. Like yeah, it'll be fresh sure. with them doing it. So and they're so good together. What an odd couple! It worked out. I like that they're using multiple finishers as well because they've been doing the yeah. the bro to sleep into the knee and they've ended matches with that. Um, and now the Riddle end as well. We'll do it where because Riddle does like the what is it, the bro. Super, the bro hold the bro mission right what a, what a weird name um, the bro mission and then Pete Dunne does that uh, it's like almost like a X-Plex Falcon Arrow type kind of man yeah that's a sick move so these uh, guys are good they're yeah, okay yeah they? they're, they're pretty good they're good at the graps these, these guys that Matt Riddle um, uh, still don't know where their car is dude dude where's my car I know I'm worried yeah well I saw the back seat well I'm looking for the whole thing I'm talking about the whole thing <laughs> Are we going to have to review that movie now? Yeah, I have it on DVD. Okay. Let's That's still it. a thing, right? <laughs> Sultan. Forgotten Sons. They have this, like, TikTok video here. <laughs> no, the Forgotten Sons uh, have, like, a selfie video. And they say, Grizzled Young Veterans? What? Those guys don't know what veterans are. Those guys call us neckbeards and inbreds. Well, I take that personally, says Wesley Blake. <laughs> he says, This is the land of the free because of the brave. So they're going forward challenging the grizzled young vets here. Americans versus Brits. Um Sure, do you do you see this maybe as a kind of unofficial number one contenders thing? Yeah. I sure. I see the grizzled young vets kind of running through everyone and then building themselves up as challengers. 
Even though they lost to them in the thing, in the tournament? Yeah. That's fine, I guess. You could do that. Um, but the Forgotten Sons are pushing forward more of a uh, uh, conservative... Pro-America. Pro... Very pro. You're not from here. That yeah. kind of thing. Whoa, that's pretty much what this is. It wow, is. I didn't even think of it. Yeah. I don't want to support this. No. <laughs> I got to boo well, these men. I got to boo these yeah. men, man. Jeez. God. I, I, I don't... I'm going to say it. I like it. <laughs> I was like, okay, uh, you got me to hate you. Yeah, I, I'm with it. I mean, they're a heel faction. Yeah. Um, I think when they actually... Well, Wesley Blake and Steve Cutler, not so much Jackson Riker. <laughs> but when the two are having matches, I, I think they put on great matches. Yeah. So it's a hot take, the gimmick didn't like really it. click. So sure, let's just make them... Like, get out of my country, people. <laughs> Essentially, what they are, dude. When JBL boots Eddie Guerrero, or not Eddie Guerrero, when when he boots the guy, when he's feuding with Eddie Guerrero, and he boots the guy back into like Mexico at that one time on SmackDown, yep. this is one of the meanest shit ever. <laughs> yeah. And like, you hated JBL, who's going to the Hall of Fame, uh, isn't he this year? Is he? Yeah. Are you going? Absolutely not. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see where that goes. We we go to Keith Lee. You're showing me a picture of Roderick Strong. He just looks so sad going out. Because he doesn't have the title. Yeah. yeah. Well, neither do the other two. Uh, stop looking at pictures of Undisputed Era. <laughs> Is that what you do when you lay in my bed? <laughs> <laughs> Keith Lee uh, comes down to the ring. He is the North American champion. He beat Dijak in a banger of a match at TakeOver. He has a microphone. And as he is about to open his mouth to talk... Nobody told you? I'm the finest. He's back. He's back. <laughs> this is not a drill. Oh, we lost our goddamn minds. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, biggest pop of the night. Kona Reeves is back on NXT, and he's looking cut. He's looking shredded. Legit. He's, he's like, yo, you guys want to make fun of me because I'm shit? I'm going to get lit. He's in, he's in the best shape of his life. Yeah. This guy's going to become... I, I used to shit on Velveteen Dream. And, I, and I've totally gone one cir- like 180 because I'm like, yo, he's amazing. It's going to happen with Kona Reeves. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Kona Reeves, the finest, the finest, is here. And he's instantly pounced by Keith Lee into the thing. And Keith Lee's like, ring the bell. So this is a match, but he hits him with the jackhammer and pins Kona Reeves just like that. Yeah. Um, for me, this is a bit too similar to the jumper. Austin yeah. Theory thing, sure. Um, yeah, so it was whatever. It was I was I I was happy seeing Cone. Oh, we always love seeing. Yeah, what is uh, one of the friends of the show uh, is is it's Hawaiian. Uh, Eli. Yeah, yeah. What does he always say? Mahalo. 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 What does it mean? It's like Mahalo, isn't it? Is it family from like? <laughs> isn't it just like? Isn't it like lit? Isn't it like, like, like Mahalo? Like peace, blessing? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Mahalo. Yeah. Translate Mahalo. Wait, is is Kona Reeves Hawaiian? Yeah, he does the Hawaiian drop, doesn't he? Yeah, he does, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, okay, I'm not crazy. Yeah. Wow. I'm Meaning re- thanks, gratitude, admiration, praise, esteem, regards, or Whoa. respect. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All that in one All thing. All that in one I'm word. Just saying one thing. It's a good word. Mahalo. Mahalo. Wow. Might need to change our sign offs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not Hawaiian. I've never been there, but I've seen Forgetting Sarah Marshall like a million times. So I, you know, I could could try it. Yeah, <laughs> Mahalo, Mahalo. 
I fucking love Kona Reeves. I don't know if I've ever told anyone that, but I love Kona Reeves. He's the fucking future of this industry. <laughs> Fuck yeah. If we ever do it, you know how we got, you, you somehow got Johnny Gargano to send in a video for our TakeOver tailgate in Toronto last summer? Yeah, but Johnny Gargano isn't the finest, is he? It would probably, it would probably take a lot to it get this guy. would probably get a bigger reaction than Gargano <laughs> did. <laughs> no, the part went crazy. But yeah, I would lose. If you got me... If you if you somehow got Kona Reeves, or if you you're going to Tampa for Takeover yeah. we, WrestleMania, if you're in a bar, I'm already told you that if you send me pictures of with you and a wrestler in a bar, I'm not going to get mad unless it's Cameron from the Funkadactyls. Yes, and be very upset. Oh yeah, who may or may not have signed a new deal. Really? Just saying. So, Thank God, dirt cheats. But um, but it's now. Also added to this list is Kona Reeves. If you send me a picture in Tampa at a bar lit with Kona Reeves, I'm going to be mad. What if I can get one with both? Oh, my God. I don't know what I'm going to do. Dude, don't do that. I'm going to get on a plane right away. Get on a flight right away and meet you there. I'll be like, don't fucking move. Hold them there. The finest and the... Wait, who are we talking about? Cameron Cameron. Cameron from Cameron and Naomi. Yeah, great. So Keith Lee pins Kona Reeves just like that. It's over. But out comes Dominic Dijakovic, the guy he he beat, Keith Lee. Dijak says, look, I'm not ready to move on yet. He says, if I could could have lifted you, if I didn't hurt my back, I could have lifted you. And if I hit you with the feature eyes, I would have pinned you. And if that happened, I would have been champion. And Keith Lee says, if, 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 if. All I hear is if. Excuses. The fact is, I won the match. So, how about that? He says, wherever we step in the ring, no matter where it be, we always... And then the crowd says, fight forever. It was, like, perfect. It, there was a little pause. He was like, there's always that one chant. And I feel there was a moment where the crowd are going, what is which it? Chant? chant? Is it basking his glory? Oh, oh, no, fight forever. <laughs> because these people want us, always want us to fight forever. And he says, so... Talk to Regal, and maybe we can make it happen, and maybe we can fight forever. So uh, that's going to happen. Yeah, he's going if he talks to Regal. I've, I'm finding the Dijakovic character a little odd at the moment. I forgot to mention it in the Portland review, but one of the things I didn't so much like about the match was he did a couple of heel things, like he was trash talking, and then yeah. did the step over Lee before hitting his moonsault, and then he kind of baby faces himself during the match as well and this felt the same here just seemed like a whiny heel a bit um i know what you mean like making excuses like a, a baby face shouldn't be making excuses for i liked the line of i'm not ready to move on yet for sure yeah. that's fine yeah yeah but then oh but then i yeah you're I fucked right. up my moon so my back hurt and i couldn't lift you you're right you're right i just find it a bit i'm not sure whether i'm supposed to boo or cheer him i agree you're right um but yeah, do you he's see- not the finest. No, <laughs> do you see this being uh, like a Iron Man match or a two out of three falls or something like that? No, forever match. They literally fight forever. It's just streams. Just a whole st- episode. No, no, no. It just never stops. <laughs> it's just like the next, the, it, they just continuously wrestle for the rest of their life. Nice. That's what I want. You said forever. Don't yep. fucking lie to me. Give me what you I want. <laughs> <laughs> fight forever. Yeah, I, Iron Man. 30-minute Iron Man on TV works. I'd say do an hour. Just do it. Jeez. First hour of the show. That's forever. Yeah. That'd be wild. That's mm. a wild... I don't know. We'll see about that. But it's going to happen. I mean, we're seeing that on AEW soon. 
uh, Pac and Kenny. and Doing 30 minutes, aren't they? Yeah, so I could see 30 minutes between these two. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> thing I find with that is most matches are kind of 30 minutes anyway. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. that's why I'm like, just do an hour. Yeah. Give them an hour. Here's a match I want to see for an hour. Here's a match I want to see best two out of three falls. Here's an Iron Man match I want to see in the future. Caden Carter versus Chelsea Green. God, this match felt like it went on forever. Fight forever, indeed. Oh, um, I wrote this one down for our best and worst of NXT 2020 show. Yeah, I actually no noted. Let, noted. Let me let me write this down. Noted. As well. Noted. Is it on the grapple app yet? <laughs> <laughs> if anyone ever listens to this show, oh, and welcome new people, whoever tagged along from uh, the Portland show, welcome. Hi. Hello. Hi. Um, I, I know that. Um, I, I forgot what I was going to say because I was saying uh, hi this to, match was shit. Yeah, I know yeah. that people people like when I tell you like, hey, if you don't watch regularly NXT, but check out this match. So sure. some people go and check out the matches because they heard it's good and like you maybe like what I my opinion if it's good or my judgment call. Highly recommend <laughs> go watch Caden Carter versus Chelsea Green tonight. This is a shame because I quite like both of these yes, women. Me Just too. Did, something was not working tonight. So this is the re-debut now. The re-re-re-debut. Mm. Yes. Literally the re-re-re-re-debut of Chelsea Green because now she's with Robert Stone, Robbie E from Impact. Both of these people from Impact, um, which they had their cool runs. I like the hot mess, but she's not doing that here. She's Chelsea Green. Uh, we saw her at All In. She was impressive in that match. And we haven't really seen much of her in the WWE because she was in the Rumble for like 12 seconds. And Caden Carter has gotten a victory over Chelsea Green recently. But now this is the, the re-debut with Robert Stone's guidance. And this is uh, not a good match. <laughs> this was really this something. Was horrible. There were some kicks and some strikes and some tie-ups. And Chelsea kind of ties her up in the ropes and hits some sort of innovative backbreaker. Um, there's like a rope guillotine from Green for a two-count. Bianca Belair gets into the ring, says, uh-uh, hold on, hold on. The crowd here goes so hot from being so cold. EST chance. She has a microphone. She says, look, I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish, but I got something to say. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Instantly love it as a Kanye fan. Holy shit. That's that's what she was doing, right? <laughs> Literally word for word. Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to let you finish, but yo, but yo. Now, girl, I done told you. You don't even go here. You put my hands on me. Now I want you here. Or if that's... And she's kind of... just There's a, like kind of like a distraction here. So Bianca Belair is calling out Charlotte to maybe come here and face her. So maybe Charlotte versus Bianca on NXT TV or TakeOver. I, I think it's... I think it'll be TV. I think they'll want that little spike from a Charlotte appearance. Sure. And uh, I think that match will be great. I think... Bianca's turned a lot of heads recently, since the Rumble, I'd say. And, yeah, she has been slighted by Charlotte. So, you go get her, girl. Yeah. And I th- I thought, again, this is kind of similar to the the Champa thing, the Lee thing. Yeah. But I didn't care, because this match was terrible. And it, it, it would destroy This is all... In, this match still continues. Like I said, the match, like, all of a sudden gets back on at the end of... It cuts She's her like, off. right, yeah. on. She's like, yeah. And then... There's a, a roll-up from Carter, but it's a kick-out. And then Chelsea Green goes for the unprettier or the kill switch, whatever you want to call it. But Caden Carter turns around the opposite way. 
and then like she drops her and then pins her. It looked it looked weird. Like it didn't look like Caden Carter's head was tucked properly as well. Yeah. This whole match was just sloppy. It it felt like it felt like how you seemed at the beginning of the show today. You, you know, you tired, were tired and groggy. kind of just like sort of falling asleep during the it's middle. I've of been drinking water, doing it out of my ultimate warrior um, cup, and that's not an insult to you. I'm just saying this. It felt like they were falling asleep doing this match. Oh wow! Um, it was really not good. I don't know what was going. It's on. funny because the B- little Bianca Belair promo was really good. Oh, that was but fantastic! This match yeah, <laughs> so it and so sucked. So maybe that was the point. It was supposed to suck. Yeah. We had the the assist from Robert Stone as well. I don't know if you. <coughs> yeah, sorry, that. So right. Yeah, Robert Stone tripped over, uh, tripped Caden Carter. I uh, was but he wearing socks? No, with his shoes? Absolutely not. Don't like him. You're not meant to. He stinks, and I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Put some socks on, or don't wear shoes at all. You yeah, weirdo. <laughs> someone's mad no one's giving me shit for that but someone's mad I know someone's like hey I'd do that I wear ankle socks yeah was he wearing them I don't know don't think so someone fact check us who was there live let us know does Robert Stone always not wear socks I actually don't care so next week is Champa versus Austin Theory next week Finn Balor is live and in two weeks there's a cage match between Dakota Kai and Tinox. Yeah. But now it's time for our main event of the evening. It's the Velveteen Dream. Redebuting since injury. Since being what? Thrown off a truck? Thrown off something. He was. No, he, they just found him backstage. They beat him up, didn't they? By the truck. Yeah, because he's like. Because he was of, too injured to actually take it. Yeah, yeah. Him. So they beat him up, and he's back here in some baby blue gear. Yeah. It looked like, you know, the wallpaper from Toy Story? There was clouds. With the clouds? Yeah, it was baby blue with white clouds. I, I don't think that... Like, looking closer, I think it was his symbol. The three, like, circles but of his glasses. that's what clouds look like. But it looked like clouds. No, I, like, I know what it is. What? It's a daydream. Oh, um, okay. Daydream. Yeah. Well, asleep beneath the flowers. But yeah, it looked very Toy Story. It looked cool. <laughs> yeah. He looked, he looked cool. Roderick Strong comes out, and if you thought... Velveteen, Velveteen Dream looked pimped out. Roderick Strong comes out in his Undisputed Era shirt with the sticker still on. Roderick Strong, <laughs> Velveteen Dream. So the story is Velveteen Dream told Roddy he wants to, I don't know, be with his Roddy's wife and take over responsibilities as Roddy's caregivers to his son. Yeah, pretty much. Sorry, Roddy's son's caregiver and new father. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Real baby face stuff there. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. So I'm expecting Roddy to like like want to just fight this guy. Yeah, for sure. But instead, um, I don't know. This match wasn't really taking off the way I thought it would. In my mind, storyline-wise, I thought the dude wants to fight him. He's been so mad that he told the boys to not come out and interfere. He's been so mad he's been cutting promos, which he never does. <laughs> like, You know what I mean? And then finally the match starts and it's like time to do some... Like, they were kind of all over the place. They were slipping up a bunch. Maybe that makes sense because they're so angry and they're slipping up. But, like, uh, it was more of a scrap, 
I'd call this. They're scrapping it. Roddy hits some backbreakers. Uh, Dream throws Roddy into the steel steps. They come back from a break. There's a backbreaker tossed into the guardrail. Uh, they go back and forth. They smack heads. Dream hits a DDT for a two count. Um, and then there's some miscommunication a few times in a row here where you're like not sure. They weren't really sure what to do. Roddy, I mean, Dream, Dream being only 24 is crazy. Oh, yeah. But he's like very ring aware, I'd, I'd say as well, even for doing this for not so long. But Roddy's like, you can tell the difference. Roddy's on the best. Yeah, Roddy's yeah, the best. That's why this match was so weird to me. Roddy's, Roddy's the guy who can come into a match he wasn't even in and make this match yeah. good. Roddy can make a match when a guy gets taken out of the match, still continue on and make it good. Like, that's how good this guy is. And he, like, did his best with this as well. But something was not gelling here. Uh, I don't know. I, I wasn't no, feeling No, I, I completely agree. I don't know if it's, like, ring rust from Dream. If someone got hurt, uh, I don't know. I, I as well, we're recording this re- directly after the show, we don't know. But it, it's very strange for Roddy to have a match like this. Yeah. Uh, there's a backbreaker like where he drops him on the top of the turnbuckle. Roddy hits the, the butterfly bomb or the tiger bomb for a two count, then turns it into the stronghold. One of my favorite moves. Looks awesome. But finally, after reaching and reaching, Dream gets to the ropes. There's a sunset flip from Roddy, but he turns it, gets basically rolls into a right hand. There's... Um, the DVD, the Dream Valley Driver from Velveteen Dream, and he uh, goes up top to go for like the the elbow drop, but undisputed error run down. So he jumps off there and he lands on them. And uh, I forgot to mention he rips off his his baby blue daydream Toy Story oh, his, wallpaper his, like, waistcoat thing, yeah. and now he's wearing new tights underneath. These ones came off a lot nicer than the last time he did it. And it's Marina Shafir's face on his crotch and on the back his on bum. his bum. Yep. Marina's face just right there. He comes back, it flies back into the ring, but eats a knee from Roddy. Um, there's um, he he somehow gets out of that though, hits the Dream Valley driver again on Roderick Strong and pins him just like that. So Velveteen Dream pins Roddy here in kind of a match that was a little underwhelming to me. For sure. The the match didn't suit the story at all. No. Like, Dream was taken out of action for five months. Yeah. And in coming back has been torturing Roddy by, like, doing all the stuff with his family and things. Yeah. This should have been a, like, a blood feud. And they kind of just wrestled a standard match and then it went sloppy. It was, it was very underwhelming. After the match... The Undisputed Era are like wolves. They attack Velveteen Dream. They hit the total elimination. Roddy hits the end of Heartache. And then they all pose with the beaten Dream. And they go off the air. Kind of strange. Um, It's a strange. It's a hangover edition. It It really really is. It really did feel like Because, like, they don't even have titles. It's not even... Cole didn't even have his. And they're doing the pose. It's like, okay. I feel this has to be some sort of bigger story with Undisputed Era. Yeah. Um, Whether it be a way to trans transition them into being baby faces or or I could maybe see them turning on Cole because I really think Cole has a baby face run in him mm. and if Balor is going to be that um, guy challenger I think it works way better with having a, a baby face Cole the crowd want to cheer him anyway at takeovers so I feel it just that dynamic works a lot better for me yeah I, I don't know. I don't want the, any of them to break up. I like all four of That's, them. I think there's definitely a good story there for them to break up. But then I'm thinking, if you're ever going to go to the main roster, you work way better as a unit. I agree. I mean, people make up, but... 
yeah, it's... I don't know. I I don't see much direction yet. Obviously, this is the first week back after um, Portland, Portland, but we don't have that long until WrestleMania, so I'm interested to see the direction places are going because I, I can't really call it, and I feel sometimes you go... The map is pretty clear. Well, I can tell you what's clear. Okay, tell Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. Johnny Do Gargano, it. Tomasa Ciampa, lock him inside. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was a, just a, 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 a hangover episode yeah, to me. I, this was a weird episode. There was a lot of stuff not clicking. Um, I thought I enjoyed the tag match with the Bros Waits and Lorcan and Birch, but I was expecting more from that. I am happy to see Dream back, but I think there needs to be some tweaking here with what's going on. Is he a babyface? Is he a heel? Because he's 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 fantastic. Yeah, and I'm happy to see him back. But it was this was just a a mi- minor step back. I yeah. thought it was just strange. Uh, match of the night for me was the Cruise Waits. Nice. I thought, yeah. it, was, I thought it was excellent. Um, um, so um, that's what we thought. Of NXT. Yeah. Uh, I know someone right now is like, well, that's why you got to watch the other show. We do. We do. We do on our Patreon. We watch the other <laughs> show. On Thursdays, AEW Review, and we kind of talk about both of them. Um, so listen for that. But let's see what you thought of the show every Wednesday on the Post Wrestling Forum, which is forum.postwrestling.com. Yeah, I, some I threw up a little poll um, to see what you guys thought of this week's episode, and I got a 6.13, which is... Pretty low for for NXT. Yeah. We're normally we're the normally in the or eights nines, or nines. Yeah. Uh, so let's go to some feedback. We start from with Harry from Houston. I just watched the Champa segment, and I just have to say, does anyone else find Champa completely unlikable here? You're telling me Champa has the nerve to complain when he ruined Gargano's life for a year. The only reason he became champion in the first place was because of Gargano, and he thinks he has the right to be mad when Gargano evens the score. What about that time when you interfered in one of his matches and cost him not only the title, but his job? Oh. Screw that. Maybe if you at least apologised for trying to end Gargano's career, I would agree with you. But you didn't even do that. Johnny did nothing wrong and is the baby face here, plain and simple. Amen. Yeah. yeah. Preach, brother. Preach. Preach. I- I'm a Johnny fanboy. Like, yeah. I- I'll Johnny, name your favourite wrestler. Johnny Gargano's better than him. I'm sorry. Sorry, it's just how it is. <laughs> Wrestling's evolved, and you know this guy's just found this, whatever he does is fantastic. And to me, he's still the baby face in this story. I I agree. Um, it's obviously it's poetry. The, the story's not going to go that way. Yeah. but it's vindication. He's complete, but aren't the best villains the ones where you completely understand yes. why they're doing CM what Punk. they're doing? <laughs> um, that's what like take uh, take the Marvel cinematic universe Thanos I love Loki I love Thanos and I love uh, Vulture because all three of them you go yeah I kind of get why you're doing that mm. I understand right. so I think that w- that's good fuel for Gargano rather than the the turn against Alistair Black which was kind oh, of I left field it. it was great but it was I'm right here it felt kind of Rousseau-esque just a swerve for the sake of having a swerve ah, I loved it it was, it was a fun story and like led to a great match but yeah. I think this makes a lot more sense that's a low. We talked about how Finn Balor turning and when kicking Johnny in the head, which led up to their match and everything. That was a great turn in history of oh, wrestling. Yeah. But the Johnny one has a special place in my heart because I think I had called it right at the beginning of this whole who shot Aleister Black kind of thing. I jokingly was like, yo, I bet you it's him. And then they totally left fielded us and was like, I'm right here. And I was like, underrated, actually, thinking back at that. Like, they got me. I like when they get me. That's why yeah. I watch this shit. Uh, 
yeah, I, I agree. Johnny is kind of the good guy. I, I need to see the story continue to kind of give it more of a... It just happened. The turn just happened. So. For sure, yeah. But I feel we like... need to hear his promo and yeah. his justification. But we know it. Eva from London. Honestly, been a shitty week, so unfor- unfortunately this meant NXT was on in the background. Hope you're doing all right. Uh, but I only caught bits and pieces... The tights were funny when he came back, but Velveteen Dream's Twitter game this week crossed the line and downright creepy, saying stuff like Roddy isn't a real man for not having a pro- for not having a problem with Marina keeping her maiden name, and he is now a full fledged heel in my mind. In my mind, portray Dream as a babyface all you want. I'm not cheering for him. Yeah, uh, he's been tweeting weird things. I, like I said, <laughs> yeah, it's weird, uh, and I think it's cool if um, a guy takes a girl's last name. That's. I don't know anyone who has, but... Oh, is that what Roddy's done? No, oh, I have friends who Marina, No, no, so Roddy... Sorry, yeah, no. Roddy's taken Marina's... No, sorry, I, I just said that, but uh, Marina just didn't change her name. So she's she's just Marina Shafir, even though they're married. Okay. So, I mean, I don't think Strong is his... I don't, I don't know, but... Marina's <laughs> I don't even think it's Strong. Name. I don't even think Roddy is his real name either. I don't think Roger Strong is at his name at so all. He's like, it's like... But... <laughs> Tyler... <laughs> fucking... Something stupid like a yeah. Harrington. But Smith. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, God bless Roderick's talk. But, uh, yeah, I don't... Uh, yeah, he is a heel. You're right. Uh, number two, happy grizzled young vets look like they're on NXT USA for a more permanent run. And number three, during Shayna's promo on Raw this week, the graphic listed her as being on the NXT brand. No matter how much he wants to, the Brady can't escape Baszler. Well, joke's on you. I didn't even know that happened because I didn't watch Raw. <laughs> uh, Roderick Strong's real name is Christopher Lindsay, so we're right. Very, very mundane. <laughs> what is it? Christopher Lindsay. Fuck yeah, Christopher Lindsay. Fuck yeah. Christopher that Lindsay. He's a goat. Fuck all y'all. Roddy's the best on the mic, twenty twenty. I'm not arguing with 2020, you. Twenty twenty, best on the mic, Roderick Strong. We go to Paul from New Jersey. Bit of a pedestrian show to me. Knox and Kai in his cage will be fun, unless Raquel Gonzalez loses the ability to climb. I think we might be seeing her in that match. No, Paul. There's absolutely no way you can interfere in a steel cage <laughs> match. What are you talking about? Bone to pick with one Davy Portman. Decoded looks great. Okay. She totally doesn't look like she's annoyed because her dad grounded her and she can't <laughs> go to see a good Charlotte concert. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, sure. So, yeah, yeah. I- I'm right, I'm right. I think that's what he's saying. I digress. Then it happened, your main event. Kona motherfucking <laughs> Reeves, baby! Woo! Time for a Kona Reeves fact everybody asked for. Kona's real name oh. is Noah Kakoa uh, Pang Potchers. Let's say that again. Noah Kokoa Pang Potchers. Wow. That should be his wrestling We're learning so many real yeah. wrestling names today. That beats Christopher Lindsay. Uh, really hope Brady has to read this. Uh, yeah, you give it a go. Uh, hey, anyone else notice that... No, keep- I meant gave, give the name a go. Oh. Um. <laughs> yeah, no- you can't. Okay. Noah Kokoa Pang Potchers. Yes. Has anyone noticed Keith Lee's finisher is the BBC? Did I, I miss this? Cheeky. I did not pick that up. What well, I don't I don't understand. Yeah, you don't know what a BBC is? Oh. Is that what he calls it? I hope that's that's fucking funny if he is. I mean we call ourselves well, the BDE, but that's nowhere near I uh, mean it looks like Dijak's pointing to it in this <laughs> in this picture. That here. you have here of the NXT yeah. photos. Interesting. He's actually pointing to the title, but you he, can put two and two together. He's limitless. Yeah. <laughs> if that's the name of your finisher, I applaud you. Damn. That's fucking jokes. 
we go to Hugh from Melbourne. An average show overall. I thought the crowd seemed low energy for a lot of it. I really enjoyed the Cruiserweight title match, and I fully expect Devlin to defend the title at Dublin or challenge Walter. Yeah, I agree about the crowd. The crowd seemed tired for this show. They're just like it wasn't a good show though. Yeah. Austin Theory seems like a guy who will get the rocket strap. My bet is he'll be North American champ come the end of 2020. Tag matches were good, but they are really trying to turn the foreign son's face. I don't know. Oh, uh, I didn't get face yeah, wise no. from that. Finally, where do Lee and Dijakovic go from here? It's not a blood feud, but a sportsmanship one. So I can see it being either like an Iron Man or two out of three falls. Yeah, yeah we agree. Uh, we go to mystery. Hiya. I always say hiya, and people always think I say how are ya. Because I, Hiya. I go into a shop and I go like, hiya, and they go, good, you? And I'm like, hiya. So, hiya. 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 <laughs> this was possibly the weakest episode of NXT I can remember in a very long time. Almost nothing held my interest, and the only things I can remember is Bianca sh- challenging Charlotte to a match, and Kai Knox being set up for a steel cage, which will probably be on TV in a few weeks. And, oddly enough, I don't care. They aren't going to let Charlotte lose before Mania, and I don't see Bianca being inserted into the Mania match. Kynox in a steel cage match would be a novel idea, but I can't help but think Vince has some input on this show now, because literally no one believes Reina Raquel isn't going to interfere. Steel cages never prevent interference. What are you talking about? And it's insulting to the viewers to tell them otherwise at this point. What? So this cage match is going to underwhelm because it's so obvious that there will be interference <laughs> and Dakota will likely win. Overall, this was a very poor episode of NXT, which is why I gave it a 5. It was unmemorable, there was very little storyline advancement, and it really feels Vince is calling some of the shots now, because you could see some of his habits leaking into this show. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, this was just here, this yeah. show. We go to Charbel, the chosen one. You're Sorry. the chosen one! That's what he was waiting yeah. for, yeah. Uh, I'm sure Charbel is excited for our Return of the Jedi review. Oh, yeah. This week. Charbel says, seriously, on NXT TakeOver, I don't know why, but I fell in love with Tegan Knox. Maybe it was the pants. Oh, Charbel. <laughs> he says, didn't have time to leave feedback on TakeOver, so here it goes. Kaya Knox is really good. Best match, Lee and Dijak. Knox gets my... Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm not reading that one. You, you can go on the post-wrestling forum to, to see what uh, Charbel Someone says. said, uh, Tegan can knocks on my door anytime. Oh, that's good. I forget who you are, but you know who you are. Thank you for that one. We go to Sango from Malaysia. Very nice cruiserweight title match tonight, as expected. Can't stop gushing about Leo Rush. Everything he does is so swift and crisp. Even his myth- missteps are smoothed over instantly. Devlin is great in the ring too, but a champ like him desperately needs better theme music. I like his theme music. Wow. Yeah. Inception. It's a rip-off of Inception, which yeah. is his indie mm-hmm. uh, theme music. Great to see the finest Kona Reeves make his return to TV this finest. year. Oh, up next fans love, love, love a bit of Kona, don't they? I hope to see him take the belt off Keith Lee in the next matchup. <laughs> wow. Shout out Bianca Yeezy Belair for yeah. the mid-match interruption. Hope she won't be cast aside in the lead-up to Mania. I really want to see her in the title picture. Cheers to more up next. Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate that. And finally, last one here. Be Detroit. My boys, what up, doe? Well, I guess they all can't be home runs because this episode was meh AF. We had some wrestling that was fine, awkward promos, and a subpar crowd that ultimately left me itching to flip and see what was happening on Dynamite. A rare stinker tonight, but I didn't expect much after maybe one of the best takeovers ever. Four out of ten, sockless loafers. Gross. He wasn't wearing socks. (laughs) He wasn't. sick bastard. Yeah. 
Philistine. Uh, right. So that's feedback. Uh, someone in the YouTube room, which is youtube.com forward slash up next, yeah. asked what for dinner was today. Oh, we didn't talk about our... We did uh, a dinner on TakeOver as well. I don't think we talked about it. We did indeed. Last week on Wednesday night, I did uh, Lamron Grimes. Yes. And then on Sunday, you did... Uh, I reprised the Beef Busick, but made a, a peppercorn... A pepper park sauce for it. Pepper Parks. That's the other show. Uh, He's on the other I show. I can't think The Butcher of and the Blade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then tonight, uh, you made something again. And you did... Uh, like Nando-style chicken... With right. spicy rice and veg. Because you had the Nando sauce. Yeah. You actually had a bottle of yeah. it. A true Brit. So, Cheeky Nando's. The Cheeky Nando's chicken. Yeah. That's what it was. Nan bros. I don't know. I mean, the reason it's called the Cheeky Nando's kick is... Because, because of Nando. Yeah, so you can't really call it the Cheeky Nando's No, chicken. it doesn't quite work. No. Tweet us at Up Next Podcast. What's what shall we call our Cheeky Nando's chicken? Nando's. Nah. Everyone's on tenor hooks to find out. You'll find out tomorrow <laughs> on Up Next. Um, so, that's that. Um... Thank you, everyone, uh, for listening. And we've got a few thank yous to our patrons. Uh, yes. Patreon.com forward slash up next. Uh, the patrons allow us to keep this show free. Up next for free. We'll always be free. And uh, if you want to sign up, we've got some big shows coming up. Uh, we will be covering uh, Jason X in a <laughs> We're all over the place, yeah. Yours. We're crazy. We did we did uh, Best Match Ever, Ring of Honor, and we watched like some crazy bangers of some wrestling. Like, And you want to hear talk about some crazy in-depth wrestling? Listen to that show. Listen to our Best of Bret Hart show. But then we talked about Academy Award-winning movies yeah. and Parasite from this year. And then we're going from that to Jason X. Within, within a week, I have watched Parasite, Midnight Cowboy, which won the Oscar in 1969. It's the only X-rated movie to win an Oscar. X-rated. Fantastic oh, I gotta film. check it out. It's John Voight and Dustin Hoffman. It's so oh, fucking good. Okay. Um, so I watched Parasite, Midnight Cowboy, Return of the Jedi, and Jason X. We're eclectic here at Up Next. The reason we're doing Jason X is because it's only $5 a month to join our Patreon and you get all these shows that we're talking about and, and more and the AEW Dynamite and all that stuff. But if you're... If you're insane and join the $25 tier, you uh, well, you get a bunch of stuff from us, secret shows, and you also get to pick something to join us and talk about a specific show. So someone has picked Jason X, and that's why we're watching it this Everyone week. Everyone see Jason Voorhees in space? This is the movie yes. for you. So we'll be joined with Jared Black, yes. who will tell us why he picked this show on Sunday. And on Friday, we'll have a new episode of Was Next, where we're looking at the... Uh, September 12th, 2012 edition of NXT. Yeah, we've been and going through And we're starting NXT. to line up challenges for Mr. Seth Rollins. Uh, a popular AEW Dynamite wrestler debuted on the episode that we're talking really? about this week. That went completely over my head. <laughs> no. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, yeah. that one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, there's something crazy. Yeah, you said there's something Oh, else. boy. Sorry. There was some jobber, and I had to go I Google every jobber enhancement talent, and I was shocked to see someone. We'll talk about it. On we'll the show. talk about it. But we do so many podcasts, and like you said, we get to do this show for free and keep this free. So shout out to some of our Patreon patrons. Uh, shout out Kevin Connell, Raj Dillon. Thank you, Alfred. Thank Is you. Is that Batman's Alfred? I. Not the Robert Pattinson Batman, right? Well, any, any, Batman, any Batman. Any Batman. Just thank you, Just Alfred. Alfred. Thank, thank you. you, Elvis Freshly, a.k.a. Tam Cam Tolls. Thank you, Elvis. Brian Tannehill, 
and Caesar Silveria. Silver Silvera. Sil- thank you very much, guys. Thank I you. also want to say thank you to Zaire Fakira. Mahalo. Jamie Bradburn. Mahalo. Mark Waters. I want to say thank you to David Hilgera from one David to another. Thank you all, guys. Thank you to not Angel Gaza, but Angel Cortez. Ooh. That's a wrestler name right there. That's a fantastic name. And thank you to Drew Wagar. Thank you so much for your patronship. Thank you for allowing us to keep Up Next free every Wednesday night. Yes, thank you so much. It means the world to us. So uh, even if you don't follow us on the Patreon, and this is the only show, well, thank you for listening to this one. Uh, follow Up Next on Twitter at Up Next Podcast, UPNXT. Uh, rate, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Help us out in that regards as well, because every little thing helps us. But again, shout out everyone uh, listening to all the shows and the Patreon. We can't do it without you. So thank you so much. Um, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back next Wednesday for Up Next. Actually, we're going to be back with the Jedi review, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, it'll be available tomorrow. For free. So for on this free. on this very feed, if you want to listen to us talk about some Jedi shit. So do that because we're going to do that so yes indeed can't wait so thank you for listening take care goodbye mahalo hakuna matata what that's not the same thing same thing no it means no worries yeah ahoy You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.